Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment news on Bill and Melinda Gates, Tiffany Haddish, Gwyneth Paltrow, Billie Eilish, The Weeknd, and a whole lot more. Let's get started. Roll it. Yo, Shay.A.G. Up on the blog and I'm chilling up in NYC. Up on the train and the radio, it's all I need. In the views and celeb news, I last seek this entertainment. Who became famous? Number one source of pop culture, radio or not, we gon' chase it. That's entertainment. Save adolescents from the ghetto conversation. Gotta make a change in that's entertainment. Wednesdays afternoon at 1 p.m. So, baby, don't forget the tune. The bins is nice, the jacks is the better cruise. The original car, my win, cause Playing the loose smooth, just like that. Tammy Jones do it best, come on, just know that. Been blessed by the Lord once, wait on that. Blog radio, the speakers better be on max. Real facts, if it's whack, we'll speak on that. Just celebrity news, a new feed, and my melody tune. So, Tammy, you back up me, I back up you. That's entertainment for your head, but just come through. She's on air now. If you are just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, That's Entertainment is also on Twitter and Facebook. Like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at thatsentertain1, that's T-H-A-T-S, entertain, and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14, Stiletto like the shoe, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and the number 14. And you can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gives. Right now the current temperature in the NY is a rainy 55 degrees. Before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a Shout-out to all my listeners out there. Thank you for once again for hanging out with me on this Wednesday afternoon. Well, as usual, we got a lot to talk about. This week we're going to be talking about the billion-dollar divorce, Bill and Melinda Gates. That's right, they're getting a divorce. It was announced this week on Monday, May 3rd. And, you know, uh, Bill and Melinda are the co-founders of Microsoft, and uh, they say in the petition for the divorce that uh, they did not have a prenuptial agreement. And, you know, they have not only just the, not only were they the co-founder of Microsoft, but they also have uh, also foundations as well. So I wonder how that's going to work out. Also, Tiffany Haddish is, you know, she was on um, Access Daily recently, and she talked about how it's important that, Kids in school are, we should add it in the school curriculum about parenting classes. And I'll tell you what she said, and she made an excellent point about it. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow is back in the news. She landed in hot water recently after she was caught on camera skipping a line at the Department of Motor Vehicle in Santa Monica. I'll tell you what happened. Billie, uh, Billie Eilish uh, has left fans stunned by her recent cover uh, photo on British Vogue. 
That's right. She stripped down to a blonde bombshell. Because, you know, Billie Eilish is known for wearing the baggy clothes, and, you know, she's always covered up and, you know, very conservative when she goes to a war show. But this time, ooh, baby, mm. We didn't know she had a body like that, but I'll tell you more about it. And the weekend, um, the Grammys are doing a lot of changes uh, for the next award show because, uh, as you heard earlier this year, the weekend was snubbed for any nominations for his current album. And the weekend kind of applaud the Grammy bosses for, uh, you know, making some changes, but that's not going to change his mind. You know, he's still a little bitter. He's still a little, um, what you call it, uh, he, 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 he feels, um, you know, just taken out about, you know, why he wasn't nominated for a Grammy. And he had hits. He was on the Billboard chart. So he's a little bitter. But, you know, he has heard that the Grammys are going to do a lot of changes for the upcoming award show, but that still hasn't changed uh, how he really feels about them. So, um, you know, we're going to learn more about that. And uh, also, remember last week I told you about Shock G from Digital Underground. He passed away uh, last week in Tampa, Florida. Well, he got laid to rest this week. Uh, we still don't know the cause of his death. And also another person who passed away, uh, I don't know if you guys remember the uh, the Latin group Menudo. Well, one of their singers, Ray Reyes, he passed away. So uh, let's get started. You know, today is uh, Cinco de Mayo. And one thing about Cinco de Mayo that I love about celebrating on this day is the food. You know, I love it. I love Mexican food. I just can't get enough of it. So, um but, you know, Cinco de Mayo is more than that. You know, there's a history behind it. So um, if you don't know, make sure you look it up. Uh, let's get started. You know, um, Bill Gates, a strange wife, has taken a step to make their separation legal by filing for a divorce. That's right. In the document submitted in King County, Washington, Melinda Gates said that spousal support is not needed in their $130 billion divorce battle. Uh, in the papers that was filed on Monday, May 3rd, it was stated that the 56-year-old and the Microsoft co-finder do not have a prenuptial agreement. They will determine property division according to their separate contract. Melinda cited in the petition for the divorce, this is what she says, that this, quote, this marriage is irrectably uh, broken. We asked the court to dissolve our marriage and find that our marital community ended on the date stated in our separate contract. They declare, after they made their split public on Monday via Twitter, that after a great deal of thought and a lot of work in our, their relationship, they have made the decision to end their marriage. Over the last 27 years, they said they have raised three incredible children and built a foundation that works all over the world to enable all people to lead healthy, productive lives. Now, after the pair shared the announcement, many on Twitter called them out because they thought the news had overshadowed real-world issues. Uh, however, the critics attacked the wrong person. They had uh, tagged Melinda Jackson with the handle Melinda Gale instead of Melinda Gates, whose handle is Melinda Gates. And despite facing the criticism, Melinda Jackson claimed she was not surprised with the wrong tag. 
So, yeah, this is a big, big deal. Um, there's also been rumors that uh, Bill Gates uh, has been uncovered to be still spending time with an ex-girlfriend uh, after marrying Melinda. Now, in the wake of the couple split announcement, uh, the bizarre arraignment that was first reported in a 1997 issue of the Time magazine had been brought to light. And in the old article, the tech billionaire admitted that he would spend a long weekend every year at a cozy beach cottage in North Carolina with his former girlfriend and fellow nerd techie, Anne Winblad. Um, Anne herself spilled to the magazine what they would be doing during the scheduled trips, but Bill added that he even sought Anne's approval before proposing to Melinda. Isn't that something? Mm. So the the plot thickens. The plot thickens. Uh, also, um, you know, Tiffany Haddish uh, was on. Uh, she she this, she made a very 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 interesting comment. Uh, she has urged educators to add parenting classes to school curriculums so kids can learn what it takes to become a good mom and dad. The actress and comedian is currently taking online parenting classes in her bid to become an adopted mom, and she admits the session have really opened her eyes to the pitfalls of motherhood. And Tiffany believes if more children were taught about the values of parenting, there would be less children in foster care. And this is what she said. This is what she told Access Daily. She said, quote, if they made parent class a requirement at school, maybe there wouldn't be so many kids without parents. Maybe there wouldn't be so many people having children who are not ready to have children because they would understand the enormity of having a kid, unquote. Now, Haddish, who grew up in foster care, also revealed she initially wanted to foster and then adopt, but her representation had advised her she, at the level in her life, she cannot take in kids, but she can adopt. And she's absolutely right. You know, one thing about the school systems in America is that they took a lot of important classes out of the school curriculum, home economics, wood shop, uh, uh, classes about money management, business management, uh, and also parenting. A lot of these kids do not know once they leave home and grab, they don't know how to cook, they're always ordering out, they don't know how to do the laundry, they don't know how to uh, write a check, you know, all of these important things. Uh, we're, not talk, we're not taught about, you know, everybody's taught about, you know, graduating and getting that job, but we're not taught how to become business entrepreneurs because they don't teach that in the United States curriculum. Um, also, home economics, you know, we used to have home economics where they taught us how to cook, how to clean, how to do um, things around the house. Wood shop, the, I remember the boys used to do wood shops and they learned how to build, they used to learn how to work with their hands, they learned how to use screwdrivers and grill, drills and how to change tires in the car. They, the, the next generation do not know none of that. So it's 
you know, hopefully, you know, maybe somebody can talk to our our new president Joe Biden, and 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 you know, his wife is a former is the educator. Maybe we need to rechange and revamp the school, uh, the national curriculum here in the United States because this next generation does not have the skills to survive every day. And you know, it's it's one thing to go out and get an education and get that job, but it's more than that. It's more to life. And also, she made this point about you know, if more kids was taught. And I remember in school we had health classes where we talked about um, uh, women having children, giving birth, and things like that. But they don't teach us teach us how to take care of the children. They don't teach us how to take care of that baby. I remember there were uh, some schools that used to have a, 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 a what you call a project where they would have baby dolls, actual baby dolls, and the uh, teacher would pair, uh, pair up two students and they would be parents for the week. And they would have to take care of the, 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 the dog, pretending like, you know, this actually was a child that they had to take care and feed and clothe. And there was another experience where they used to do a, a hard-boiled egg where they had to make sure the egg did not crack at the end of the week, you know. So very interesting point. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow has landed in hot water yet again and having caught on camera skipping a line at the Department of Motor Vehicle in Santa Monica, the Shakespeare and Love actress found herself being criticized by many on social media. The 48-year-old Goop founder received a VIP treatment when she visited the agency on Monday, May 3rd, and in a picture obtained by the Daily Mail, she was photographed sneaking through the back door of the building around 11 a.m. as she was escorted by a bodyguard. Now, while Gwyneth managed to enter the building easily, around 50 people could see could be seen standing outside and patiently waiting for their turn. The Iron Man actress herself finished her affair just around 30 minutes upon her arrival. The ex-wife of Chris Martin has since drawn backlash on Twitter. One user in particular argues, saying, quote, that is so rude. She is so full of herself. Shame on the DMV. Another person wrote, this is disgusting. Liberal royalty treated as such in liberal California. People are sick of stuff like this. The criticism did not stop there. More came forward when one stated, saying, nullify the license. This is pure BS. And someone also said, does the G in Gwyneth stand for gross? That's what one individual tweeted, saying liberal privilege. Now, this was not the first time uh, Gwyneth angered Twitter users. In February, she was damn narcissistic, narcissist. Uh, by many on the Bluebird platform after, after insinuating that her selfie wearing a mask in February of 2020 was the starting point of mass popularity amid the COVID-19 pandemic. Billy Ias has left fans stunned by posing for British Vogue as a stripped-down blonde bombshell. The cover shot an image inside the new issue of the Fashion Bible featured the newly blonde pop star bursting out of a pink-and-flesh color uh, bodice and other lingerie looks. Now, the photographs are reminiscence of those taken of Marilyn Monroe and other 1940s and 1950s pinups, and Ellis explained that what she was going for when she came up with the idea for the shoot. Now, she told uh, this magazine, 
she told she told British Vogue that uh, saying, "quote It's all about what makes you feel good. If you want to get surgery, go get surgery. If you want to wear a dress that somebody thinks that you look too big wearing, eff it. If you feel like you look good, you look good." And she, and talking about her new blonde look, uh, Billie Eilish said that she feel more like a woman somehow. The new photo session comes as a, such a shock because the 19-year-old is famous for wearing baggy clothing and once insists she chose her outfit so no one would be able to spot her real body shape. Eilish also urged the reveal from the shoot, which hit the Internet on Sunday, May 2nd, to show a never-before-seen tattoo on her abdomen and leg. The eye-catching pictures also feature the singer wearing a black cat suit and corset and a satin pink corset and see-through skirt by Gucci accompanied with a lacy bra and latex gloves. The June 2021 issue of British Vogue features Billy Shots will be available uh, actually this uh, Friday, May 7th. Right now we got 16 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you listen to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about it, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page so that way you will get a reminder when I broadcast live. And if you have a comment about any of today's stories, be serious about it. No prank calls. You know, give me a call. Tell me what you think. The call-in number is uh, 367, I'm sorry, 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. That's 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Now, the weekend has applauded uh, Grammy bosses for axing their nomination review committee, but insists that the move isn't enough for him to reconsider boycotting the prize giving. The Blinding Light singer called out the secret committee as he announced his decision to step away from the Grammys after he was surprisingly shut out of nominations for his 2020 album, After Hours, insisting the nomination process was unfair and Grammy bosses were corrupt. His comments sparked an investigation by leaders of the Recording Academy who last week announced they were scrapping the controversial Grammy nomination review committees. The weekend has acknowledged the decision in a new statement insisting it won't be enough to bring him back to the Grammys. The Recording Academy decision means that a panel of unnamed committee members will no longer decide the final list of names on ballots in dozens of major categories. Shock G has been laid to rest a week after his death. Uh, The digital underground founder was laid to rest in a private funeral in Tampa, Florida, that was attended and featured appearances by his peers in the hip-hop community. The intimate ceremony took place at the Allen Temple AME Church on Saturday, May 1st, and was streamed live on the church website. Among those in attendance were uh, Buster Rhymes, Jermaine Dupree, CeeLo Green, Digital Underground founder member Ronald Money B. Brooks, Bootsy Collins, producer Kwame, uh, Chuck D, Yo-Yo, Sway, DJ Premier, Big Daddy Kane, MC Surge, and Tretch of Naughty by Nature. Shock G was found dead in his hotel room in Tampa, Florida on April 22nd. He was 57 years old. The cause of death is not immediately known, but there was no sign of trauma. An autopsy was said to be conducted to determine the cause of death. 
Menudo singer Roy Reyes has died at the age of 51. His passing was announced by his brother Raul on uh, Friday, April 30th on Facebook as he wrote, quote, Dear friends, family, and and family and fans uh with enormous pain in my soul i inform you that my beloved brother ray reyes passed away i beg you to give us the space to digest all the situation and please pray for our family especially my mother who is delicate unquote while Raul didn't reveal Ray cause of death, multiple outlets in his native Puerto Rico reported he had suffered a massive heart attack. He took on the lead vocals in many of the band's most popular songs, including Si Tu No Estas, uh, Chico Del Amor, and Zumbadar. Uh, before he left in 1985, he went on to pursue a solo career releasing Spanish album Uno y Otro Vez in 1986, and later joined group Proyecto M in 1988. Ray also reunited with his Menudo bandmates on multiple occasions, including at a concert in 1998 to celebrate the former group the former group 15th anniversary. Ray was laid to rest in Puerto Rico yesterday, Tuesday, May 4th. 50 Cent is moving south. The rapper turned TV producer has announced that he's moving from New York to Houston, Texas, months after he spoke up against Joe Biden's proposed New York City tax plan before the latter was elected president. Taken to his Instagram and Twitter account on Tuesday, May 4th, the star whose real name is Curtis James Jackson III shared a picture of him posing outside the Houston Astrodome while wearing a Houston Astro hat. He said, I love New York, but I live in Houston now. I'll explain later. He captioned the snap. Along with the photo, he included a screenshot in an article about his new true crime anthology series, Confession of a Crime Queen, hinting that his move may be related to the new project, as he added in the caption, Green Light Gang, Boom. Now, according to the article, Confession of a Crime Queen is described as a first-of-its-kind anthology series that brings to life riveting headline-making stories by combining documentary and scripted genres. Each season will focus on the true story of one larger-than-life woman who created and led a multi-million-dollar criminal empire before a dramatic fall from power. The series is promised to star an A-list actress in the lead role who will also interview the real-life female crime lord at the center of the story. 50 Cent will be producing through his G-Unit film and television banner in association with Rich Buy and his Goodbye Pictures as well as Gate Television. The series is expected to debut on 2022 on Discovery+. And Noah Centennial has bowed out of a project that will see him heading to the realm of Eternia. More than two years after it was reported that he was in talk to portray fictional superhero He-Man in Masters of the Universe movie, he has now exited the film. A representative for the actor has confirmed his withdrawal from the movie, which has been in development at Sony Pictures and Mattel Films for years. Um, a rep said on Thursday, April 29, without offering any explanation regarding his exit, that he said he is no longer attached to that project. Now, back in March of 2019, there was mixed responses to Centennial casting as Prince Adam, a.k.a. He-Man, the most powerful man in the universe who must fight the evil Skeletor to save the planet Eternia and protect the secrets of Castle Grayskull. While some thought that the 24-year-old hunk was not big enough to portray He-Man, some others were just excited that the character would be brought back to this big screen. Uh, 
Centennial withdrawal is obviously forcing filmmakers back to square one. Aaron and Adam Nee, who did Bands of Robbers, are slated to write and direct the upcoming Masters of the Universe movie, which has seen numerous writers tackle the script over the years. And despite walking away from the Mattel film, Centennial will still be seen playing a superhero in one of his next movies as he has been tapped to portray Albert Rothstein, a.k.a. Adam Smatcher, in DC's movie Black Adam. The film, which is starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson as the Tyler character, is currently in production. Angelina Jolie found it healing to star as a very broken person forced to get back on her feet in her new thriller, Those Who Wish Me Dead. The single mother of six makes her return to action movies for the first time in over a decade with the Taylor Sheridan movie, but it wasn't the physical side of playing firefighter Hannah Faber, who suffered from post-traumatic stress disorder following on-the-job tragedy she holds herself responsible for that drew her to the project. Angelina, who separated from her ex-husband Brad Pitt in 2016, told uh, Entertainment Tonight, quote, I am drawn to people who have been through something and are broken and then find their way forward and overcome it, unquote. The film followed Hannah as she tried to protect a 12-year-old boy played by Finn Little from a fire and the hitmen who are in hot pursuit after unwittingly witnessing a murder. And Angelina insists the story is more than just a thriller. She said on the surface it feels like a great thriller, a great adventure across an unusual terrain inside a great fire. Underneath it, it's really like an emotional film. She said, quote, it's about people who have a great impact on each other and change each other. Emotionally and practically, they go through the fire, unquote. Wow. Uh, Right now we have uh, 25 minutes after the hour. Uh, Coming up, we're going to be talking about Tom Cruise. Apparently, he uh, flew into a rage again. I'll tell you what he got mad on the set of Mission Impossible. Uh, because remember, he had another incident back last year. Uh, the Sex and the City reboot won't be as white as the original series. I'll tell you what they added to the new reboot. And uh, actress uh, Elizabeth Olsen is set to channel her dark side. And Will Smith is getting ready to document his latest fitness journey in a new YouTube series. And Tiana Taylor is convinced that her music was underappreciated by bosses at Kanye's West record label, Good Music. All those stories and more coming up after the break, so don't go anywhere.
The number one source of entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with your host Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Blog Talk Radio. Right now 
Now we have here 28 minutes left remaining in the show. That was the latest from uh, Troy Savant and Tate McGray and regards. The song is called You. Before we went to the music break, I was telling you about Tom Cruise. Apparently, he reportedly flew into a rage on the set of Mission Impossible 7 after becoming irritated, get this, by noisy branches on the roof of his trailer. Now, according to editors at British newspaper The Sun, the 58-year-old actor couldn't stand the noisy trees while relaxing in between takes for the new installment of the Spy franchise and called on local workers to come and cut them down. Insiders shared that they said this isn't much Tom can put up with. They said that he, he doesn't take a lot of... You know, he, he he really can't stand a lot of things. A lot of things irritate him, actually. So imagine how baffled uh, everyone was when they were there was such a fuss made over a tree. Uh, the branches hanging over were knocking on the roof of the trailer, which Tom and some of the other cats had been using. And apparently the noise were becoming beyond irritating, and they couldn't stand it any longer. The two local people were called out to sort out the problem and cut down the offending branches. Now, the source also claimed the set had been busy with fans hoping to catch a glimpse of Tom and his co-star and rumored girlfriend, Haley Atwell. Two paramedics who stopped to get pictures were reportedly hauled away by security in order to delete the images they had taken. The the latest incident comes following reports last year that five crew members on the Mission Impossible set had quit after Tom launched into two rants. The actor was said to have sounded off on staff as he caught them breaking UK's coronavirus rules at Warner Brothers Studio in Leafden, Hertfordshire. Yeah, a lot of things irritate him, bothers him. So, uh, you know, is that a sign of getting old? Have you noticed when you get older certain things that you used to could tolerate when you were younger and now you can't stand it, like noise all of a sudden, you know, street noise, uh, uh, certain sounds? I know that as I became older, there's certain things that I can't tolerate. Like, you know, here I live in New York City, you know, this ambulance, this ambulance, I can't talk to that. There's fire truck, police sirens, there's uh, people uh, yelling in the street. And, you know, sometimes you just want some quiet sounds. Even construction workers who are working on the building outside, doing, uh, changing the facade on the side of the building, making noise, sometimes it's just irritating. But, um, you know, that's Tom Cruise. Hopefully... This will be all worth the yelling and the rants when this movie come out. But, you know, Tom Cruise never do a bad movie, does he? You know, Mission Impossible keep getting better and better every year. The franchise, of course. Um, speaking of movies, uh, the Walzer P5 Pistol from Sean Connery's final James Bond film, Never Say Never Again, has sold at the auction for over $106,000. The gun was the highlight last Thursday, April 29th, at Hollywood's Legend and Luminaries and Hollywood Sci-Fi Action Fantasy and more events at the Julian Auction with uh, martial art legend Bruce Lee Wooden Nunchucks. Uh, becoming the surprise of the sale, going under the hammer for 83000 41 times their original estimate. 
Other big sellers included Al Pacino's Scarface three-piece pinstripe suit, uh, Johnny Depp's Edward Scissorhand gloves, and Daniel Ratcliffe and uh, Alan Rickman's Harry Potter wands, which sold for a combined 148000 Meanwhile, the 45 pistol that uh, Al Pacino carried in the 1995 film Heat went up for $10,000. The auction additionally saw other famous weapons being put up for grabs, like Brad Pitt's custom-made Bowie knife from uh, Quentin Tarantino's Inglorious Bastards. They were sold for 32000 whereas Arnold Schwarzenegger's uh, Mr. Freeze rifle from Batman and Robin drew in 19000 and other notable sales include Tom Hank Wooden Ping Pong Paddle and Forrest Gump and Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman Cowl from Tim Burton's nineteen ninety two film Batman Returns. The two items collected twenty five thousand six hundred and forty one thousand six hundred respectively. Now this was not the first time Sean uh, Connery's handgun from the Bond movie was sold for high price at auction. Another uh, Wather PP pistol, which was given to the late actor following the completion of the 1962 spy thriller, Dr. No, collected 256000 in December of 2020. And prior to going under the hammer, the item was valued at between 150000 and 200000 by Julian's, uh, Julian's auction officials. Wow, a lot of money for movie props, a lot of money for movie props. People are bidding for these movie props, and they're paying some serious dough. The Sex and the City reboot won't be as white as the original series thanks to the addition of three new black female characters. And just like that, will be a lot more diverse than Sex in the City, which has been criticized for its largely white cast. And this is according to a new report. Executive producer Sarah Jessica Parker and Michael Patrick King didn't want to tell a story with an all-white writer, with all-white writers or all-white cast, as it not is because it's not it's reflective of New York. So they are being very, very cautious about understanding that New York has to reflect the way New York looks today. Parker will be returning as Carrie Bradshaw alongside uh, Kristen Davis and Cynthia Nixon and John Corbett. Uh, they will reprise his he will John Corbett will reprise his role as Aiden Shaw, but Kim Cottrell and Chris North won't be back for the new show. Cottrell has repeatedly stated she has no interest in reprising her iconic Samantha Jones role. Actress Elizabeth Olsen is set to channel her dark side to play convicted axe murderer Candy Montgomery on a grisly new drama series from Nicole Kidman and David E. Kelly. The Big Little Lies and the Underdoing collaborators will produce Love and Death, which will feature One Division star Olsen as Montgomery, who is found guilty of murdering her neighbor and friend Betty Gore in 1980s Texas. The limited series written by Kelly and directed by Homeland Leslie Linka Gladder will be developed for streaming service HBO Max. Love and Death will be based on John Bloom and Jim Atkinson's book, Evidence of Love, A True Story of Passion and Death in the Suburbs, as well as two articles they wrote for Texas Monthly titled Love and Death in Silicon Prairie. It's the second TV project to center on the Montgomery case. The Handmaid Tale star Elizabeth Moss will also portray the killer housewife on a separate series for bosses at UCP, a division of Universal Content Studio. 
Will Smith is set to document his latest fitness journey in a new YouTube series after confessing he's in the worst shape of his life. The movie star who has impressed with who has impressed with his physique in films like Ali admitted he desperate he is desperate to get fitting fighting fit again after letting his health slide during the pandemic and he has launched a six part unscripted series with the YouTube originals and Westbrook Media following his efforts. Best Shape of My Life will focus on Will's attempt to get fit with, with the help of pro-athlete pals, scientists, nutritionists, and other experts. Dexton Debery will direct the series. Smith's second project with the YouTube original, his first one was 2018 Will Smith The Jump, which chronicles his birthday bungee jump from a helicopter over the Grand Canyon. And Tiana Taylor is convinced her music was unappreciated by bosses at Kanye's West record label, Good Music. The singer-songwriter was signed by the Gold Digger Star in 2012 while she was working on his album, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. But after releasing her third LP, The Album, last June, she shocked fans by announcing her retirement. And speaking on Cam Newton's Sip in Smoke web series, Tiana confessed part of the reason for her exit from the industry was because she felt let down by. Announcing plans to quit the industry, she wrote on social media, quote, retiring this chapter of my life with the comfort that I can depart with peace of mind, seeing that all the hard work and passion put in was indeed loved and supported somewhere in the world, unquote. In the same post, she also complained about the lack of support from the label. She said, quote, I ain't gone front. I'm feeling super unappreciated as an artist, receiving little to no real push from the machine, constantly getting the shorter end of the stick, being overlooked. I mean, the list goes on and on, unquote. That's what she wrote. And rapper Travis Scott is bringing his Astro World Festival back to Houston, Texas, and adding a day due to overwhelming demand. The two previous festivals sold out in advance, prompting Scott to make the 2021 event a weekend gig in November at NRG Park. Scott, who will curate the concert around the creative theme, Open Your Eyes to a Whole New Universe, will also headline. The full lineup will be announced in the coming weeks. He launched Astro World as a tribute to the amusement park of the same name that was located across the street from the current festival grounds, which Scott attended as a child. In 2019, the festival became the largest single-day artist-curated music festival in America, as well as the largest music festival in Scott native Houston. Previous uh, invitees have included... uh, Post Malone, Pharrell Williams, Lil Wayne, and Megan Thee Stallion. Tickets for this year's festival will go on sale today, May 5th. A portion of the proceeds will benefit Scott's nonprofit organization, Cactus Jack Foundation, which aims to provide educational access and create resources for youth in his hometown of Houston, Texas. And Prince Philip, official cause of death, has been revealed nearly a month after his passing. According to his death certificate, he died of old age with no other medical condition identified as contributing factors in his death. As puzzling as it may sound, old age can be listed as a cause of death for patients over 80 whose health gradually declined as observed by their long-term doctor, according to the Telegraph, which attained the death certificate. The death certificate was certified by Sir Hugh Thomas, who heads the Royal Medical Household. 
As known publicly, the Duke of Edinburgh had a number of ailments in his later years, including a heart scare that led to his hospitalization in February. He underwent a procedure for his heart condition on March 3rd and was discharged from the hospital on March 16th. The death certificate additionally lists Prince Philip's first occupation as a naval officer. His second occupation is listed as husband of Her Majesty, Queen Elizabeth II, the Sovereign. Uh, Prince Philip died on April 9th at the age of 99 as the oldest ever male member of the British royal family. Buckingham Palace said in a statement at the time, quote, His Royal Highness passed away peacefully at Windsor Castle. His daughter-in-law, Sophie, Countess of Wessex, described his death as gentle. It was just like somebody took him by the hand and off he went. The Queen was reportedly at her husband's bedside when he died. The husband of Queen Elizabeth II was laid to rest in a private funeral attended by only immediate members of the royal family on April 11 at St. George Chapel, Windsor Castle. It was interred in the royal vault inside of St. George, and upon the queen's death, his remains will be moved to the King George VI Memorial Chapel inside St. George, where they will be buried next to each other. And pop star Pink is humble after learning she will be feted with the Icon Award at the 2021 Billboard Music Awards. The Just Get Me a Reason hitmaker will also perform at the Los Angeles Ceremony on May 23rd when she will become the 10th recipient of the top honor, which recognizes outstanding artists who have achieved excellence on the Billboard charts and have made an indelible bar on music itself. Previous superstars to receive the accolade also include Jennifer Lopez, Mariah Carey, and Celine Dion. The event will take place less than a week before her new tour documentary, Pink, All I Know So Far, debuts on the Amazon streaming service on May 29th. The film chronicles her 2019 beautiful trauma track and is directed by the greatest showman, Michael Gracie. The upcoming Billboard Awards will be hosted by Nick Jonas. The Weeknd, who was snubbed at this year's Grammy, led the nominees with a total of 16 mentions thanks to his hit, his hit studio album, After Hours. Right now we have uh, 14 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another music break, and I'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day, so don't go anywhere. <laughs> Oh, my God. 
That was new music from a new artist called Anita, from the, and her song is called Girl from Rio. Right now we got uh, 10 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the day, Chloe uh, Kardashian, on-again, off-again boyfriend Tristan Thompson, has fired off on a cease-and-desist letter against the podcast bosses behind his latest alleged sex scandal. Sydney Chase claims she slept with the Boston Celtic basketball star during an appearance on Adam John Grand Mason No Jumper podcast, and now the host has confirmed to page six he has erased her video reveal after receiving a legal notice from Thompson attorney Marty Singer. He has re-uploaded the video without the portion of Chase interview in which she talked about the sportsman's penis. Kardashian had yet to comment on the latest cheating allegation against her mom. Um, sorry, against her man. But actress Vivica A. Fox had weighed in on her dilemma, insisting it's time she gave Thompson the boot. Kardashian Thompson, the father of her daughter, True, reportedly reunited last summer after she initially ended their romance following his fling with Instagram model Lainey Blair just days before Chloe was due to give birth in 2018. He was also involved in another cheating scandal with Kylie Jenner's now former best friend, Jordan Woods, in 2019. And the men arrested for kidnapping Lady Gaga's pet French bulldogs insist they had no idea that the pooches belonged to the pop star. Five people have been arrested in connection with the dog napping and shooting of Gaga's dog walker, Ryan Ryan Fisher. And according to police report, none of them realized they had targeted the devastated poker face singer's pet. A felony complaint has now been filed against teenagers James Jackson and Jalen White and Lafayette Whaley, who prosecutors claim were out hunting for random French bulldogs in Hollywood and beyond on the night in question because they knew they could be worth thousands. They allegedly stalked Fisher and attacked him and grabbed Koji and Gustave when he left a main street. Jackson then shot Ryan with a semi-automatic gun. White's father, Harold, who also been charged with helping his son avoid arrest, while his girlfriend, Jennifer McBride, was the person who returned the dogs to the police police days later. All five are due in court on May 11. Rumor has it that bail was ordered at $3 million for Jackson, $1 million for Jalen White, $1.1 million for Whaley, and $35,000 for Harold White. Meanwhile, McBride was released on her own recognizance, with a requirement for ankle monitoring. Following their arrest, the five suspects pleaded not guilty to the charges of attempted murder and robbery. Michael Jackson's children has been handed a huge, unambiguous victory in their late father's estate legal battles with the IRS. The lawsuit stemmed from an argument about how much Jackson's name and likeness were worth at the time of his death in 2009, with the IRS estimating $161 million, and Jackson's estate arguing it was more like 2105 due to the damage caused to his reputation by child molestation accusations. The IRS has argued that Jackson Estate had underpaid its tax bill by nearly $500 million and could potentially owe an additional $200 million in penalties due to their estimation of the late star's worth. 
the estate tax bill will now be based on the $4.2 million figure decided on by Judge Mark Holmes. Judge Holmes also decided the value of Jackson's share of Sony ATV Music Publishing, the company that controls millions of songs' copyrights, including the majority of the Beatles catalog and Magic Music, another catalog he owns. The estate has put their value at $5.3 million. Judge Holmes decided their total value was $111.5 million. In 2016, Sony ATV, now known as Sony Music Publishing, agreed to pay the Jackson Estate $750 million to buy out its share of that catalog. Whoa. Olivia, uh, Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis' temporary restraining order against an alleged stalker has been made permanent. The actress requests for an order of protection uh, her ex-partner Sudeikis and their two children from a 30-year-old man called Eric Nathaniel Fuchs was granted by a judge last month. And now, according to a new legal document obtained by TMZ.com, the judge has signed off uh, on making the order a three-year one preventing Fuchs from going anywhere near the family. Now, the Tron Star previously alleged that Fuchs' harassment of her began back in October 2020 when he accessed a private Zoom call Wilde was on and progressed to turning up at her house to leave notes claiming he is in a relationship with the actress. One note addressed to Sudeikis explained how she, Olivia, was unhappy in her relationship and how she wanted to start a new relationship with him. This continued almost every day until January when Harry Styles got credit for what uh, he was doing. While while is currently in a relationship with the former One Direction star, Styles. Now, while at it, she's worried that Fugue uh, managed to find her house, given that she never shared her address, and she expressed concern about one of his notes, which read, quote, I, as of March 19, 2021, am now struggling to stay sane while being hidden, unquote. Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles got close as they worked together in her second directorial project, Don't Worry, Darling. The One Direction star was added to the cast ensemble to replace Shia LaBeouf, who quit following abuse allegations made by his former girlfriend, FKA Twigs, against him. And uh, Megan, the Duchess of Sussex, is adding an uh, author to her resume with her first children's book. The former suit actress was inspired to write The Beach, an illustrated story told through uh, a mother's eyes after witnessing the bond between her husband, Prince Harry, and their 23-year-old, I'm sorry, 23-month-old son, Archie. The book is brought to life through drawings by artist Christian Robinson, and Megan, who is pregnant with the couple's second child, a daughter, hopes the story appeals to family of all makeups. It will be published through Random House Children Books on June 8th, and the company executive vice president, Mallory Lore, is thrilled to have landed the opportunity to work with Megan. Megan has also put her vocal skills to use by narrating an audiobook version of the story. And a new video of Josh Duggar's arrest had made its way online. 
The disgraced 19 kids and county alum who was booked by federal agents on charges of receiving and possessing child pornography could be seen getting his hands cuffed in front of his body. The footage saw him entering one room as he was guarded by some officers. Once he was in, one officer tried to open his cuff before he headed to a waiting chair. And during the process of his booking, the disgraced reality star wore a uh, like a white long sleeve shirt, baggy jeans, and a pair of black shoes. Josh was arrested by the U.S. Marshals and held at the Washington County Jail on Thursday, April 29. The father of six who had entered a not guilty plea on the charges reportedly cannot return to his Arkansas home and see his children if he is released on bond. In the wake of Josh Child porn charges, Jill Duggar husband Derek Diller appeared to support hashtag cancel the Duggar movement to get the entire Duggar family removed from TLC. The accountant who has been open about his estrangement with the family patriarch Jim Bob Duggar and Michelle Duggar joined in a discussion about the cancellation of 19 Kids and Counting and his spinoff, Counting On. Wow. Well, that's going to do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Give. Have a great week. Make sure you stay safe, stay vaccinated, and I'll, t- I'll talk to you next time. Take care. <laughs>